This is Guided Rebooted, the podcast made for highly sensitive women, empathic women, or women who just have a lot of spiritual gifts. I'm Susan DeVreen, and I'm an intuitive coach, heart whisperer, and a mystic. And in this podcast, I hope to inspire you to explore your own spiritual gifts, get clarity on them, feel validated, and move them forward so that you can feel encouraged to express who you truly are. Welcome. Well, I'm back uh, for part two of the flashback to 1995. Just a little rough recap. I shared my story in the last episode is kind of a foundation to show and give you an idea of why I do the work I do. It's been a a long, long journey to get back to this place. And there's still a lot more work for me to do. But the story is um, one that's not necessarily an easy one for me to tell. And you'll find out more about that in a minute. But it's the reason why I feel so strongly that we need to have a guide when we are developing our intuitive gifts. Because a lot can go wrong. So back in the last episode, I talked about this card reading. She didn't use cards, but she gave me a reading. And in that reading, she confirmed what I already knew. That there was some intuitive gifts really strengthening at that point they were really becoming alive and it was super comforting to hear that from her because I was experiencing so much you know moments of kismet or knowing that I didn't know how I knew visions that would come true just a lot of stuff and it led me to her actually and I had been in her shop many, many times over the years, but I never realized she did a reading until I asked. And I decided it was my time. So after that reading, a lot of magic started happening for me. And I really believe that's because I really accepted it. I just accepted it, and having that reading gave me permission. It was 25 years ago, and my memory isn't as strong, and I will say this for the record, I blocked a lot of it out. Um, I had to... Um, because this next part that I'm telling you, you'll understand better. So things were flowing, and I always had the right money in my pocket. I was helping other people out who I didn't know. You know, I just felt like this total connection with everyone and everything. And nowadays we call that a spiritual awakening. And um, I never was worried about anything. I was Fear was not on the menu for me. I just saw life for what it was, a beautiful, magical place for us to play and explore. So you get the idea. That's what was going on for me. I was very in tuned with my spirit guides, my intuition. I just accepted everything that was coming to me in that way. At the time, I had two jobs. One was at a coffee house or a cafe in a nearby city. Um, from my hometown. And the other one was in my hometown at a sub shop. What's interesting about these two jobs is that both of these stores sat in a very historical place in both those cities. They were on main streets that were 
there at the time that the city was built. Now I'm from the U.S., so this these aren't super old, like you know, centuries and centuries, but um, they were fraught with a lot of violence and you know all of the things it takes I guess to create a little city and that energy was present in a lot of ways um and I could feel it but not so much the violence just the the lingering ghosts that built the city who were really proud of it some bad entities but I didn't really see them or know of them Why I'm telling you about this is it's interesting that I worked in these two locations at that time. I was drawn in. And when I'd open the door to go into work, I could almost feel like I was stepping back in time, like a hundred years back in time. Both those areas were big, big part of the lumberjack um, years in my state, Michigan. So... Like I said, it was like brute force and, you know, these guys that lifted big logs onto boats. Anyway, so that's important. That's kind of in the background. It also attracted more people like me, even though we never sat down and talked about all of that stuff. There was a few moments with a few people. I was really into vintage clothes and and things like that. The cafe or the coffee house, as we call it back at home, (laughs) was really magical. This is the 90s, so coffee houses were a big deal and attracted poets because we'd have a poet night and art on the walls by local artisans and music nights by local musicians. And um, there was a lot of people that rolled through this part of town that were famous, like Joni Mitchell when she wasn't as super famous, but it had this history and this vibe of art, arts and music. I, in fact, was in a band based on going to that coffee house. I had met a few men who were in a band and they needed a few backup singers and me and my girlfriends became their backup singers. It was, it was the best place for me. And then I became a barista for that coffee house and That was an amazing time. At the moment, I was living at home. Or the year before I had failed out of college, I had been going back to the local university. Things weren't always really going the way I wanted. Uh, My friendships were changing, my inner circle. One had a serious boyfriend, another moved away, and another was getting ready to go overseas. And so there was a lot of change in in and things that I used to take a lot of um, comfort and security in was shifting out of my life. And then I had this magical stuff going on, and I didn't really have a place to talk about it. So I started developing new friendships, solid friends, and also very spiritual and intuitive friends, though we never really sat there and talked about it. I knew that they had the magic in them by the way that they would talk about things, and explore on a creative level. It was just something I understood about them and they understood about me. It's time for a station break for our sponsors. Today's sponsor is yours truly, me. I'm an intuitive coach, animistic, and a heart whisperer. 
and I offer heart whisperings. This is for the woman who might feel a little stuck in her life and wants to get some clarity, validation, or momentum. In these 40 minutes, I combined my talents as an intuitive and a heart whisperer, as well as a certified coach. Typically, a woman who comes to me is highly sensitive or empathic and is stuck somewhere in her life, or maybe there's something more that she wants to offer the world but doesn't really have clarity on what that is. She also wants to get validation of the things that she's already been thinking and feeling in her heart. And most importantly, she wants momentum. I am, after all, a coach, and I love to offer my clients a step forward. These heart whisperings are short, but they're action-packed. So if this is for you, sign up for your session by clicking on the link. You can find it in the show notes. Let's get back to the show. Well, eventually in this time, uh, things started to speed up at a, at a pace I couldn't keep up with, with my intuitive gifts. And dark messages started coming and I started getting really scared of things and people. Where prior, when I first was aware, everything was magic and everybody was connected. But suddenly things started to change. And I have an intuitive gift of knowing when someone's lying and when they're telling the truth. And uh, empaths have this in droves. The thing is, this wasn't from people. And this was very much a part of my clear cognizance and clear audience. So clear hearing and clear knowing. I had a lot of messages coming to me through my audience and my cognizance. So it was hard to decipher what was good or bad. I, again, didn't have a mentor or a teacher. I just was like taking on things full faith. And that's the part that really a mentor would have really helped me understand more. Now, I need to say for the record, I got a reading at a, at a local spice shop. I had been going there for years. I had no idea what all the things she had in that, that shop were. And I already was pretty intuitive, and it, it led me to her and getting a reading from her. But I just still didn't understand everything that was going on with me. When these dark messages started coming, things started to get really out of control. I wasn't really taking care of myself the way I should have. I became very driven to moving out of my parents' house. And energy all around me. I could feel all kinds of things. And some of it I understood and some of it I didn't. It finally came to a head when one night I was returning home after being out with friends. I'm sitting on the coffee table in my parents' kitchen looking at a newspaper. And the newspaper, i not really sure what was going on, but I was getting another message through it. And all of a sudden I put it together, what the message was saying, and all the lights went out. That whole situation scared me so bad and I started to not know who to trust or what to do with it. I picked up the phone and called my friend in the dark and told her I was coming to her right then. Would she be able to take me? It was like two in the morning when I did this. 
I jumped into my parents' rental car and drove an hour and a half to go to her. Fortunately, she called them the next morning. They were super worried. There's a lot that goes into somebody taking their car, and they didn't know who took the car, and they didn't know where I was. So because it's not their property, they had to report it. A lot of things happen in those moments, and a lot of it I'm not going to share here in this podcast, but it was pretty scary for me. By the time I got home, my parents took me to a psychologist, and I knew that I was okay, but I didn't know how to deal with what was happening to me. And this was the only solution. And I also could see and feel how really frightened my parents were. And I figured, let me just go in for seven days to this hospital. Maybe they can help me. I kind of knew they didn't have the tools, but I just wanted to take that worry off their face. And so I went to a mental hospital for seven days. The first day, all I really did was sleep. I was really worried about what I got myself into. But it was time for a nap, and I took one. So that's where I want to leave this right now. There's a lot more here to talk about. I'm really opening the story up for a reason. Because I think a lot of people get misdiagnosed as something that they're not. And I think it's time we're all open to the fact that we all have psychic abilities and they shouldn't run us. Um, what was going on was I didn't know that I had to protect my energy, that I had to ground myself. Because when you are as open as I was at that time, anything can enter. And it's important that we know these things. But without a mentor or a coach or a guide, you can see how these things can get out of hand really, really fast. So that ends this episode. And I know it's kind of a cliffhanger, but there'll be more to come about this. I'd like to bounce it back to you. Have you had something like this happen to you? Are you going through some things that are overwhelming? My job here is only just to support you and help you find resources that aren't necessarily the traditional ones. Let's just say that. Number one, I just want to tell you, you are not crazy. And with the right guidance and help, you won't have to go to a mental institution. <laughs> That's not the point of the story. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there and I will uh, be back for more on this story. Have a great week. Hey, it's Susan again. I wanted to check in with you. While you were listening to this last episode, were you thinking, this feels really familiar. I really resonate with what she says. Well, if so, I have a personal invitation just for you. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to my bi-weekly newsletter, The Chronicle. Two times a month, you'll receive 
the latest podcast episode, tips and meditations to help support you in your own journey as a highly sensitive or empathic woman. The latest offers I have such as new courses or downloadables and a free gift. This gift is a downloaded visualization of clearing and cutting etheric cords. We sometimes collect cords that no longer serve us. But to find out more about what etheric cords are, flip back a few episodes. This can really help with your energy. Anyway, I'd really love to have you in my community so that I can help support you in your journey of being you supernaturally. Hope to see you soon.